Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Musings with Yo-Yo. Our guest for today is myself. No one special, just me. I know that many of you found this podcast because of the episode I released last week with my dad for Father's Day. Um, so I thought, hey, why not introduce the person behind Musings with Yo-Yo? Uh, and tell you a little bit about myself and how the podcast got started. Uh, so it originally started because my partner and I, we are in a long distance relationship. So I'm currently in a long distance relationship. And one of the things that we do is we'll try to do creative date nights. So it could range from a dress up date night where we dress up and we're fancy and we do dinner to a visual art date night we actually had one where um so we had to draw portraits of each other and when i tell you that the portrait this man drew of me was so ugly so ugly he had the audacity <laughs> to say that he did a better job than i did i i have to post the picture um because it was awful all i was thinking to myself was this is what this man sees me at, sees me at it was it was very it was very very bad he posted it to like three different groups trying to get a trying to understand who did a better job it was horrendous um someday i'll post it uh so we do different kinds of dates it could be something like that to the dress up date night and one of our date nights was a podcast so record a random episode of a podcast just for fun a creative one and if there's anyone in my life who i know is always willing to try out whatever podcast ideas i have it's my dad uh i wasn't sure what i wanted to do my podcast on either i just wasn't sure i love talking with people uh the wide variety of people in my life um so i thought i would use my dad as a tester just do an episode with him I enjoyed doing it quite a lot. Um, I shared it with Will and his brother and they enjoyed it. So I thought, might as well give this thing a shot. So that's kind of how Musings with Yo-Yo was born. Um, there are a lot of people in my life that I enjoy talking to, my friends, colleagues, uh, coworkers, whoever it is. I really enjoy having conversations with people. And sometimes we muse about something in particular or something, sometimes we just talk in general. And I wanted to bring some of those conversations to you. So that's how it was started. But I wanted to tell you a little bit about who I was, who is this yo-yo behind Musings with Yo-Yo. So I'm Yo-Yo, if that wasn't clear, and I am a proud Nigerian hella proud Nigerian. Uh, I was born in Nigeria, in the south of Nigeria, in a place called Wari. Uh, some of you might know it. Uh, it's also known as Wafi. And both my parents are also from Nigeria, from the south of Nigeria. My dad is from a, the Isoko tribe, and my mom is from the Edo tribe. They were actually not allowed to get married for about six years because they're from different tribes. Tribalism is a thing in Nigeria, it's very real. Uh, so that, that's an interesting side story. So I was born in Nigeria and I grew up moving around quite a bit as a family. My dad used to work for Shell and so we would get different, he would get different kinds of assignments and we would move around with him anytime his assignment was three years or more. So when I was seven, we moved from Wari to Oman. Uh, Muscat Oman, not Amman in Jordan. 
and I went to elementary school there. So I was in a British Dutch school uh, and a lot of my friends were international students. A lot of my friends were from all over the world. And I made friends pretty quickly. I was a very, I'm still an extrovert, but I was a very extroverted kid. So I made a lot of friends pretty quickly. I was one of those kids where if you move me from talking too much to the person next to me and you move me to the another person, I would just make friends with them and start talking to them too. So I really enjoyed being in Oman. I had a lot of different experiences. That was the first time that I went to an international school. We used to have international days. We always learned about the different people in our class. I remember we would do dress up days when we learned about Greek, Greek history. We'd have Greek day, we had Roman day. We never had Nigerian day like within school. We had Nigerian day on the side, but never had Nigerian day in school. I wonder why. Hmm. Um, what was I saying? Right, <laughs> growing up. So when I was in year six, when I was 11, we moved back to Nigeria to not to worry, but to port. Every time I try to say this in a non-Nigerian accent, I ruin it. So we moved back to Potakot. And I was actually, so between the ages of 11 and 14, I was actually in boarding school in Nigeria. So I was there for three and a half years. And boarding school was... A, it was a trip. It was, it was a character builder is the best way to put it. I had just come from living an expat life in Oman where we have power all the time, water all the time, all, the, just all these luxuries of life. Um, and living in Nigeria is great when you're rich. Uh, and living in Nigeria is great when you have access to all these utilities and stuff. It's not really, uh, every, not everyone has access to that. But, and my first time learning that was in boarding school. So I went to boarding school, Alashiri International School, and it was about eight hours away from where my parents lived. So I remember my first day in, in school, I was trying to be real cool. I made all these friends, you know, I had to be like, mm, I'm, you know, I'm here in boarding school, I'm 11, I'm cool, all of that stuff. And I remember my mom leaving, and I was like, this girl is really gonna leave me here? <laughs> what? Um, so that was already a little bit frightening. I was a little bit shaken by that, but you know what? Have, have new friends. I'm good. We're all going to be fine. And the first night, uh, it was lights out. So lights out, meaning everyone going to bed. And in the middle of the night, power went out. Uh, NEPA went. NEPA is the Nigerian. They provide power. They provide power according to them. But um, so power went out and that was my first time not realizing that, hey, that's going to happen in school and nobody's going to turn on the generator or whatever. And I just, I was trying to hold it together, y'all, but it was a mess. I started crying. My bedside mate next to me started crying. It was just, it was, it was a thing. But my first, that was my first day adjusting. And after I kind of got used to the idea that that might happen sometimes, it, it became easier to just adjust to life in boarding school in Nigeria. I made a lot of new friends. That was my first time living with, because I, I have two brothers, so that was my first time living with girls, because I was in the girls' hostel. And I think that a lot of, a lot of my friendships were have grown over time because of that experience, because of boarding school. It taught me that not everyone is like my brothers, not everyone is like my family. Um, and I taught, and I learned that at a pretty early age. I, I enjoyed quite a lot about boarding school. I made a lot of friends again there. And 
it was always fun hearing the different kinds of stories they tell you. It's almost like when you go camping and you hear ghost stories. So you hear things like Madame Shuku, uh, Madame Coin Coin, Bush Baby, all just these things who are in the forest apparently coming to get us. So boarding school was like three years of a camping trip. Um, I really did enjoy it. Uh, and then about three and a half years into being in Alashere in boarding school, I learned that our family was moving to Holland. My parents didn't actually tell me this till about a week before uh, I was leaving because I think it was because they wanted me to focus on exams. If I recall correctly, we had exams coming up and they wanted me to focus and not goof around because I knew that I was gonna be leaving anyway. So I found out after exams and I was very, very upset. I had all these friends. I was kind of sad to be leaving, but that's what we did. Our family moved to Holland uh, in a city called Den Haag or The Hague in English is where we lived and I went to the British School of the Netherlands and the first month was awful. I absolutely hated it. We moved, we moved in like the middle of March or something like that. And it was cold. I had just come from the tropics. It was just not a fun experience. And school was hard. I had just moved to your tent. So I moved in the middle of your tent in the British system. Uh, we were getting ready for the GCSEs, which is the uh, common exam or the general exam that you do. And it's pretty quick academically to catch up if you haven't already done a couple years of it. And so I remember school telling them that they would want me to start at year nine because it's better for me to start at the beginning of preparing for GCSEs. But my parents were not about it, not a Nigerian parent. They were not about to have their kid go all the way back to start something that they didn't need to. So um, that first month was, was rough. I remember crying almost every night, just hating it. I wanted to go back to Nigeria, to my friends, to where I was smart. <laughs> I just wanted to go back. Uh, but after I started to get a hang of everything, I started to make friends again. <laughs> I started to get a community. I got scouted to be on our school basketball team. So I played for our varsity team, but I also played for a Dutch league. Uh, and it was great, just that even just finding community in the basketball team. I started to make friends in different areas of life. Um, and our school was an international school. So everyone was kind of used to having a new kid around. It wasn't weird to have a new kid in school because everyone had probably been through that at some point. Um, yeah, so I, I really did enjoy living in Holland. I think one of the the big things for me moving to Holland was I had come from Nigeria, which is more conservative, to Holland, which is definitely not conservative. It's really liberal. The drinking age is 16. Uh, so there was just a lot of freedom that I suddenly got. My parents were not about that. <laughs> they were just like, oh my God, where have we taken our child to? But I enjoyed it. And I think it helped me mature. It helped me be more open-minded in the way I think. I, I didn't have as much of a conservative mindset as I probably would have if I grew up staying in Nigeria. Uh, so that was great. That was great for my maturity level. It was great for me. By the time I got to university, I found that I was more open to really anybody. Uh, and the choices that they made, I was fine with it as long as they weren't harming or hurting people. And I think that I learned that from going to, from being a teenager in Holland. After high school, I graduated and I had gone to a British high school in Holland, so I wanted to try something new. I wanted to try an American system. I wanted to try something North American. So I started looking at universities in the US and I ended up going to the University of Oklahoma. 
a lot of people ask why I went to the University of Oklahoma. What's the link between Holland and Oklahoma? And I wish I could tell you I had a stronger link than what it was. So what happened was I had a friend who went to, I had two family friends who went to University of Oklahoma. So that was already something. I was like, okay, sure. I know where, I know that there are people there. And I checked out their homepage and there was this, oh, he was just beautiful. This beautiful football player player on the homepage and 18 year old yo-yo was sold. So that's how I ended up at the University of Oklahoma. My parents don't know that, but that's kind of how I made my choice. And moving to Norman, Oklahoma was, it was fun. I really did enjoy the time that I was there. I don't think I would live there again. It was a college town. So when you're a student, it's great because there are things that are catered towards students. A lot of the affiliation with Norman is because of the university. So I wouldn't live there again. After graduation, I had always planned on leaving. But my, my exit from Norman, Oklahoma happened sooner than I expected. Halfway through my undergraduate degree, or half, I guess let me tell you a little bit about my experience in Oklahoma. The reason it was really good is because I got there. That was my first time really having American friends. My first roommate was from Dallas. Uh, so we lived on an international floor where uh, each roommate was either international or an American student who they just kind of wanted to get to know each other and know people outside of their country. And for the Americans on that floor, they wanted to live with international students who were, who were again, exposure to different cultures. So, so I had always had this impression about Americans before moving that they all all talk like y'all where 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 are we going for blah, blah blah i don't know why i thought that was what an american was but being in oklahoma was the first time i just saw the breath it was just like just how diverse the country is and hollywood man hollywood does y'all wrong because there's only at least when i was younger there was only one type of american that was shown um so that was my first time just being in a more north american american context i got I got to see what like being in the student club was like. I got to, I wasn't in the Greek system, so I wasn't in a sorority, but I got to see what that was like to have that on campus. And it was just a great experience as a student. There was a lot of school spirit, boomer sooner pride, all of that. It was it was huge. And I was very much embedded in the community. I was embedded in the international student community. I loved it. Uh, and then halfway through my degree my family became Canadian permanent residents, which meant that going to school in Canada, then I'd be able to pay domestic fees versus the exorbitant international fees that our family was paying for two kids in university, almost three. And we decided, so my brother and I decided to move to Canada and my baby brother decided to start off his education in Canada. And so I transferred to the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada. And I've been now living in Vancouver for 10 years. So I moved here in 2010 and I've been living here for 10 years. It's really become home for me in a way. Uh, I remember when I first got here though, I cannot say that was the case. I was shocked. I got here and I couldn't believe how few Black people were here. I think apart from myself and my brothers, I probably knew about three other Five, okay, let's just say five other Black people. And I was just so, so surprised. Um, and it was a huge shock for me. I didn't want to move here in the first place. I hated Vancouver for a long time. I compared the university, I compared UBC to OU in terms of school spirit. I was just not eager 
to be here. But again, over time, in the same way I had done in different way, and every time I moved, I eventually found a community. I eventually got involved on campus. I just started to do things to make it feel like home for me. Someone once told me that Vancouver only loves you if you love it first. So I went out of my way to just really get to know Vancouver and I, I genuinely like it now. Uh, I love the nature. I love going hiking. I love just doing all those different types of things. And I think that that was because over time I had to become open to loving the city. So I've been in Vancouver for 10 years now. I actually work at the University of British Columbia. I work in student engagement, connecting students to employers and alumni for either networking or recruitment purposes. I guess that's my, that's my elevator pitch of what it is I do for work. So UBC for me is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, and, I, and I've loved living here. And I think a lot of that has been because of the people I've met in Vancouver. And that seems, to be the, that seems to be the underlying theme for everywhere I've moved. Uh, what's made a place for me is the people that I've met. And so one of the things I've learned about myself is that I, when I say I like people and I love people, I truly mean it. The people in my community or the people that I make friends with are what make a city for me. Vancouver is beautiful, but it would not be beautiful to me without the people that I've met. Oklahoma is not I wouldn't call it beautiful, but it wouldn't have been a great experience for me without the people I had met. So that's one of the things I've learned about myself is that I really do enjoy meeting new people all the time. It's probably one of the, the biggest benefits of moving around is that you get to move, meet new people. I really enjoyed that as a pro for moving around. Uh, I make new friends really quickly. I think that's why I'm fairly, e I find it easy to talk to others because I, I'm always talking to others. Um, and I was always in international schools. So I always had exposure to people who were not like me and who were from different cultures. One of the downsides of moving around so much though is, um, the idea of lifelong friendships might not be easy because if you're not a good communicator, if you're not good at keeping in touch, you lose those friendships pretty quickly once you move. Um, and everyone always has intentions to stay in contact, but if that's not in your wheelhouse, then it's not for you. You're probably not going to do a good job of keeping in contact. So that sometimes is something that I do miss is that I, I wish that I had more of like a core. I went to school with them and all of that, but I don't necessarily have that. So if I had to think like, would I do this again? Would I move around a lot with my family when I have kids? Do I want to do that? And I would say yes, because I think that the, the pros of learning new cultures, meeting new people, the skills I built um, outweigh the cons of learning to communicate. Learning to communicate is something I can always do. And I think that a huge part of who I am now is because I got to move around growing up and I got to move around with my family growing up. Um, yeah. Speaking of family, uh, I'm a huge family person. I very close. I think I'm very close with my family. So both my parents, my mom, my dad, and both my brothers live in Calgary, Alberta. Uh, Canada, for those of you who don't know where that is. Um, and I grew up, the, my relationship with my family is really close. We talk to each other pretty often. We seek advice from each other. I think we're funny, so we're always joking around. We're always laughing around from a pretty lively home. And I consider my brothers my friends. 
And I think one, because we're so close in age, so we are about a year and nine months in between each other. We're definitely a year and nine months in between each other. My parents were very, very clearly happy on our first birthday. Like, we did it, we didn't kill the child, let's have another one. So um, we're pretty close in age, my brothers and I, but I think one of the reasons we're also friends is because we moved around growing up to growing up together we moved around together so it was almost i was almost sure that i would have two friends in whatever school i went to so yeah i've always had friends with my brothers and they're fairly different one of them is so my middle brother Kome, he's actually an introvert he doesn't love he's not super extroverted but he does comedy so he's very much an entertainer uh and then my youngest brother my baby brother he hates it when i call him a baby brother but in my eyes he'll always be a baby. Uh, we actually had a conversation when Will and I started dating, when my partner and I started dating, where he was like, I'm a man, you have to see me as a man now and ask me for advice like a man. So I'm trying to do more of that. And then my middle brother, he's almost always been my older, younger brother, just because a lot of, in, in my coming of age times in Holland, when I would drink a little bit too much or participate in things too much he always ended up being the one having to take care of me so I appreciate you for it but uh over time we've all developed a friendship in that way and family is very important to me so I'm looking forward to for you to all for you to meet them all I know that you've met my dad already in the previous episode I'm gonna have my mom on I'm gonna have my brothers on and I think it'll be good to just show more of who my family is and where I come from uh, I really enjoy other things that you probably might want to know about me are uh, the things that I like to do for fun. So I talked a little bit about hiking already. I'm really into wellness in general. So I believe in physical fitness, mental wellness, spiritual wellness, all of the wellnesses. Uh, and because I grew up around sports, physical fitness is something that I've always looked for. I, I love going to the gym. I have a workout group that we kind of make sure that we're challenging each other to make it to the gym. I would not have been able to meet my fitness goals during COVID, during the shutdown of COVID, if not for the workout group I have. So again, I find community in my, in my workouts, but I enjoy working out. I enjoy nature, but not like camping nature. So I'm not one of those people who will go camping and not come back. Like I'll go on a hike and come back and shower in my house and sleep in my bed. Uh, but I, I enjoy nature and I enjoy doing active things in nature. I love having games nights. I enjoy hanging out with people. So I often will have games nights at my place. We'll play things like taboo, friendships are lost over mafia. It's a thing. But I, I, I truly enjoy building community and having opportunities to build community. And what else do I like to do for fun? I like to think I'm a good dancer, uh, but more recently I have learned that I am not. My brother's fiance challenged me to a dance off. <laughs> I was so bad. I thought I was really good. So we each chose a song and we had to copy the, we had to copy the choreography and then we were judged on it. And when I was dancing in my head, I looked exactly like the dancer. And then I saw the video and I was like, first of all, why am I so stiff? I need to work on my dancing. But then she sent her video and just slaughtered me. She kicked my ass. She was so good. So my challenge for the next year is to become a better dancer because I actually enjoy it and I cannot believe how bad I look when I dance. So that's another thing I like to do for fun. And 
I talked a lot about just the importance of people and what I've enjoyed about who I am is the fact that I get to move around. So for those of you who are not watching on YouTube or not watching a video version of this, I'm actually sitting on the floor in my living, in my, not my living, in my room, because in two days I'm moving. I'm leaving Vancouver and I am moving to Toronto through Calgary. Why am I moving to Toronto? As, as my parents will say, I'm moving to Toronto because of a boy, because I'm following a boy. So Will, my partner, is from Toronto, and he moved back there last year. So like I mentioned, we've been in a long-distance relationship, and I've always wanted to live in Toronto, but having Will there has definitely been a catalyst for me to actually get my ass together and get myself to Toronto. A long distance relationships are a scam, a full scam. While we have grown emotionally <laughs> and our communication has been really good, I have to give credit there. I think we've been very, very good at communicating with each other, whether it's what we're feeling. Um, we've grown a lot individually, but also together in our relationship. So that's been awesome for us is the fact that we, when we talk, we have intentional conversations or we'll really go out of our way to make date nights fun. And we'll really go out of our way to do things that are exciting and all of that. But as much as, as much as that's great, the physical distance is too much. Sometimes I just want, sometimes I just want a hug, like damn. Or, or if you're arguing, it's easy to make assumptions when you're arguing or, you know, you can be arguing on the phone and just hang up and that's it. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. You can't really be there. Luckily, he's never hung up on me, but I'm sure in his mind, sometimes I just want to hang up on her. So I'm looking forward to just being physically in the same city as well. Uh, we actually met, I don't know if I mentioned, but we met in the most corny way. <laughs> just, we met on, I'll tell you more, or we'll talk about it a bit more when, he, when he's on and we have an episode with him, but we met on New Year's Eve, super corny. I didn't know he was hitting on me, so he actually asked me out on a date, and then we just kind of started dating. I really enjoy his company. I've grown a lot as a person since dating him. A lot of people say that, uh, and I think that's just because we're we're both quite different. He, we grew up differently. We have different ways of, he's super introverted. I'm super not. Um, just, we're just different. We're just quite different. And out of that difference, we've really, really become good at communicating. And I think we balance each other out so well. Um, just many things that are different about us. So we'll talk a little bit about it on our episode about how we navigated long distance relationship, how we got started. Um, the things that we've had to overcome uh, just from, from our relationship. And I'm looking forward to seeing where my move to Toronto takes me in our relationship, but also in my life. Like, what's this next move going to be? Who are the new people I'm going to meet? What are the new groups I'm going to join? When am I going to find that dance crew? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what life is like when I go to Toronto. It might not be everything I expect it to be. There might be moments where I'm regretting leaving beautiful British Columbia to Toronto, but there'll be moments where I think that I will really thrive. I hope so. My best friend lives out there. Uh, and I'm expecting just to see what happens. It's actually cool that I'm starting a podcast in the midst of moving to a new city. 
uh, I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm excited to bring y'all along on my musings with new and old friends. Uh, so if you have any comments, any people you want to see, if you want to see more of me talking just by myself, or you want me to just shut up and have just guests, please let me know. I'm so glad that you're even listening at this point. So continue to listen, continue to join me as I muse along with people. I hope you all have an awesome weekend, um, or I guess I'm releasing this on Sunday. So I hope you have an awesome week ahead. Enjoy your Sunday. Black Lives Matter. They always have, they always will decolonize education. Education is a right and not a privilege or it should not, it should not be a privilege. It should be a right. That's a high horse I continue to stay on, but y'all have a good one and continue to join me on my Bye.